The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $10 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and get started today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get Mountain Cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. And we're giving away $500 over at SGPN. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, April 27th, currently 11.04 on the East Coast. Here to recap everything we saw on Tuesday night in the NBA playoffs. And of course, handicap the two games that are happening on Wednesday night between the Chicago Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks and the late game between the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors as they look to close out their series. But joining me, he's back on the show after a short hiatus getting back over to the American soil. It's my main man, the superstar of the show, and my brother Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this uh, Monday morning, I can say, or sorry, Wednesday morning, I can say to you now. Hey, nah, 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 nah. I don't want to hear none of that. Keep Stay on that side. Stay on that <laughs> side over there. I don't want to hear none of that other shit. I don't want, no, no, no. Yes, I'm glad to be back. Yes, everything. Nope, stay on that side because John Morant told you. John Morant told you what he was going to do to them boys. And that fourth quarter was nothing short of spectacular. Not only did he give you the highlight film, but he gave you a win as well. Everybody was doubting him. Everybody was doubting him. And I sat here and I told y'all the other day that this was going to be over in six. We one step closer. Stay on that side, man. Stay on that side. I don't yeah. want, I don't want everybody, st- <laughs> everybody in my ear talking. You talking Memphis, 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 Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> Stay on that side, man. I'm loyal to the boys over here, yo. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So last night, um, we'll just dive right into it, man. Memphis uh, comes from behind and uh, as usual and right on, uh, I guess, right on brand for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves out to a double digit lead. Uh, in Memphis, led by John Moran, especially in that that final six minutes of the fourth quarter, comes back uh, and gets the victory, a two-point victory over the Minnesota Timberwolves to take a commanding 3-2 lead. Uh, John Moran, I'll, I'll say this, for the first three and a half quarters, wasn't great, but when it mattered, John Moran stepped up. He led his team, uh, had the, I mean, one of the best maybe playoff dunks I, I've seen in a while. Um, and, and you know, he made the shots where he needed to, he made the plays where he needed to hit the game winner points. You could say it 16 yeah. fourth quarter points to win the game. Yeah. And he stepped up in that fourth quarter. That's where stars were made and stars were born, especially in that fourth quarter. He rose to the occasion. You know, I've been, I've been giving him a slander because he hasn't at least had a great shooting night or shooting nights, I guess say in this series, but you know, he's contributed in other ways, right? He's filling up the statues. He's getting the rebounds. He's getting the assists. But last night, uh, especially in that fourth quarter, like Terrell said, he scored 16 points. 
Um, and again, brought, brought the Memphis Grizzlies all the way back. They outscored the Minnesota Timberwolves 37 to 24 in that uh, fourth quarter to come back and take again, a three two lead in this series. And I think that this might be where we start seeing the John Morant of the regular season Terrell, because again, not, he hasn't been shooting the ball great, but again, I think there's, there comes to a point in a series where you kind of turn that corner and if he's going to be, you know, I think in game six, he's just going to come out and ball and, and lead this team to, to get this series clinching win over Minnesota. But um, outside of John Morant, what did you see last night? Uh, let's start with the Minnesota side here, if we get to the Memphis side, but um, what, what was, what kind of stuck out to you in this game last night from the Minnesota side? I mean, Minnesota will find any way possible to lose a game. That's really what it is. Like they're at this point, it's simple. Minnesota is in the pockets of the books. Gotta be, gotta be. The Minnesota has the Grizzlies making it to the next round and making it further than that because they're they're constantly throwing games at this point. It's actually ridiculous, and there should be an investigation to go on in Minnesota of what they are doing because it's really, really bad how they close out games, and it's terrible. <laughs> and it's at the point where it doesn't matter what the halftime score is. Just go ahead and lie bet the other team in the second half. You're probably going to get a win nine times out of ten because they just cannot close out games. It's really, yeah. really bad. Mm-hmm. And But this has been the problem for them all season. All season, they've had the same issue where they could not close out games. They did it against the Raptors when they had a really, really bad loss against the Raptors that I remember off the top of my head. And so it's it's just the identity of what this team is now, and half of that is coaching. Now, they've yeah. had different situations where we talk about the other game where they Memphis went on a run for damn near two quarters, and they didn't get a timeout at all. So. Yeah, it is really nothing. I wouldn't say it's nothing bad that the players are doing. Uh, the players are going out there and doing decent. You know, Anthony Edwards had a pretty solid game. He's just made some incredible shots that mm-hmm. can really keep them in it. Like that last second three that he made last night was incredible. Yeah, that was one out of a play call by Chris Fitch. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what he looked like before that because he made the shot when it mattered. Carl Anthony Towns was mm-hmm. unconscious, and the only mm-hmm. thing that was keeping him from going crazy was the fouls. And so at this point, I think it's coaching. I think I'm putting it on Finch, and he's got to step into a playoff coach mode. Yes, you're you are a very good regular season coach, and you got mm-hmm. them to this point. You got to turn into a playoff coach, and you got to be able to handle these situations where you rally your team together and keep them from blowing a double digit lead like they've done. And what seems like all three of their wins this season, aside yeah. well, two aside from the one that Memphis straight blew them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be a good experience for Chris Finch as a, as a head coach of a team, right? I think this is his first playoff experience, and you, and you take away a lot uh, when you're first series, especially for a lot of these guys that are in the playoffs, right? Carl Anthony Towns, or I'm sorry, Anthony Edwards, uh, you know, D'Lo, I think he has some playoff experience, but, you know, Ben's been there, but but this is still a young team if you kind of look around, you know, guys like Jared Vanderbilt, Jay Dayton McDaniels, uh, Jordan McLaughlin, who's kind of made the rotation now in these playoffs, but uh, I think it's a good stepping stone for the Minnesota Timberwolves, but they do have a chance to even up the series um, on their home floor in game six. But I think that what you talked about cat there, but the one thing that does concern me about him, he did have a great game, 28 points and 12 rebounds, but his turnovers have really been there throughout the series. He had seven more last night um, in game five, 
But I think we got to give a lot of credit to how they are defending Cat and really trying to prevent him from getting inside the lane because from what I'm really seeing is that Cat's really like jacking up shots. He, he did make five of seven three-pointers last night. Perfect nine of nine from the free throw line. But um, the turnover is something that he's going to have to, you know, work on in, in the offseason and improve upon that. But uh, yeah, they did have 22 turnovers as a team last night. I think that may have, you know, hurt them, especially in that fourth quarter. Going over to the Memphis side, again, like you, we mentioned and you mentioned, John Moran, absolutely fantastic in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, he, he made the shots when he needed to, knocked down the free throws where he needed to, made that clutch three-pointer for them in the final minutes there. Uh, they get hit the game-winning bucket. My concern for the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm not sure if this is going to be a long-term problem, but Dylan Brooks was absolutely atrocious last night. I mean, three of 18 from the field, one of 10 from three-point land. He did have a plus eight. And again, defensively, he's a great player. Usually picks mm-hmm. up the best um, Belair on the other side or the opponent. But um, outside of John Moran, what did you kind of see from this team? Desmond Bain, again, was outstanding for them at 25 points. Yeah, I mean, Desmond, I mean, not Desmond Brooks, but Dylan Brooks was absolutely brutal last night. Yeah. It really was. It's one of those games for him. And I think that we're going forward and it's going to see how coaching comes through. And he probably will have a more than likely it's, it's this series. And this series is just a tough matchup because Minnesota is long, they're strong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's a little bit of a tougher matchup for him and Jaw because Jaw's getting the Patrick Beverly assignment every single night. Mm hmm. I think that, you know, in a second round series against Golden State provides more opportunity for Dylan Brooks, for Desmond Bain, for John Morant. But Dylan Brooks just has to understand that, you know, this this series, this right here, you're just not the second scoring option. Now, right. now it's deferring to Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain is the guy. And if you can drive if you can get to the basket if you can do anything and get Desmond Bain a, a better look at this ball they'd get the ball to him and let him go to work mm. whereas it feels like he's still trying to be that second guy he took 18 shots and while I'm not mad at him for taking 18 shots because if you're and he was open for a good portion of them he just sure. couldn't knock him down mm-hmm. so I'm not mad at him for taking 18 shots but if you can pass up a good shot for a great shot, I think that's got to be the mindset for De- for Dylan Brooks just to finish out this series and then come come back next series, give it a wash. It's a whole new team, new situation, and you're going to get a favorable matchup where you're probably going to have a la a Andrew Wiggins probably on you at that mm-hmm. point in time. So you'll have a, a better opportunity to score the basketball. I think they, pro- they probably need to get Desmond Bain out of that mindset that he's the second scoring option just for the rest of the this game six. Yeah. I think after the series, uh, we might see, you know, more scoring contributions from, you know, other guys on the floor for Memphis. But I think one great move that Taylor Jenkins has made was the benching of Steven Adams. Uh, he is starting Xavier Tillman, but the really guy off the bench for them has really shined throughout these last couple games it has been Brandon Clark. He had, you know, he played 37 minutes last night, 21 points, 15 rebounds for him. He's kind of really been consistent uh, and been the guy getting those offensive rebounds for them and getting those putbacks. I think he's been clutch for them uh, as well. What have you kind of seen from Brandon Clark? Brandon Clark's been nothing short of amazing. And this is where I talk about, and I tell you that Memphis is so deep. Memphis has a whole bunch of different players where they can just step up any night, come off the bench and be able to give you 15, 20 points because they're not even playing you know, for this series, they not even playing Zaire Williams. Yeah. Trey Jones has that ability. He isn't going out there and doing it. And so 
Tyus, I mean, Tyus Jones has that uh-huh. ability. He's not going out there and, you know, doing it. He's just being out there facilitating and getting open looks, getting the Brandon Carr. Brandon Carr is being strong under the rim. Yeah. Well, that's the issue with this Minnesota team. While they have some bodies in there, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily the strongest bodies. And and Clark is just muscling people out the way, going up there, getting rebounds and putting the ball back up and adding mm-hmm. to that scoring workload. And he's absolutely what they need coming off the bench going in this series to keep that bench scoring going. And when the starters are off the floor, when the starters are not playing, that they have the ability to keep the offense flowing. And it's been going through Brandon Clark and Jones right now. So yeah. I'm – I've told you all season, I thought Memphis was one of the deepest teams in the league, and it maybe it was a bunch of names that you didn't heard of mm-hmm. or some people that people typically don't care about. Like, you know, Kyle Anderson, let's not negate Kyle Anderson's effect and how he comes in and he gives a clutch buckets every single game. But he was three for three, eight points. That mean, mm-hmm. that meant a lot. That yeah. meant a lot. And especially when you're fighting back and you have to sit the starters and you need somebody to chip into a lead like they did last night, those guys were guys that really stepped up for them. Yeah, Brandon Clark last night, um, I believe had nine offensive rebounds out of his 15 total rebounds that he did have for the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. So he's been really, really good. I've been impressed with him. Uh, and again, give uh, uh, Coach Jenkins a lot of credit for making that change from Stephen Adams to having Tillman start and then uh, BC coming in and, and playing a, a significant amount of minutes for them. Um, anything else from this game, particularly uh, f- before we get to the next game of the night, uh, Terrell? No, no. I mean, the, it, at this point, it's going along the game script. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams are fast-starting teams. They're both getting out really, really quick in these games. And then it's defensively starting to lock in a lot more. And so I'm I'm, I'm in on the under. I'm going to continue to ride the under. I was on the under last night, and that cashed relatively with ease. Yep. And so now I'm expecting another under game going back to Minnesota in a game where defense has to prevail or Minnesota is going to find themselves going home. Yeah. Game six is going to be Friday uh, on ESPN. Uh, time is yet to be determined, but that's going to be back in Minnesota on Friday night. Um, Terrell, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back. We'll uh, get into the Miami and Atlanta series, and then we'll uh, touch on the Pelicans Phoenix as well. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We're brought to you by WinBet. Make sure to get down on WinBet $10 win $200 promotion with a $10 bet qualifies for you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, WinBet Casino is offering 100% deposit match up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with Win's own build your own bet feature. All users can receive a free $20 bet when they win, lose, or push on a three-leg or more build your own bet parlay between thursday and saturday players can take advantage of the offer on the nba playoffs there's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 years or older and present in a state where playthrough WinBet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 the boys over at SGPN, we're in a giving mood. We're giving away $500 in our NFL Draft Props Contest. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft or click the contest tab in the SGPN app. It's $500 and winner takes all. 
We're also brought to you by Coors Light. It's a hectic time of year, guys, and between weddings, graduation, spring sports, and more, we're busier ever than right now. And sometimes we forget to take a second for ourselves. So this season, take a second and enjoy an ice-cold Coors Light because you deserve a beer that's made to chill. Do you ever feel like you're always on? Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice cold Coors Light and it's literally made to chill. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill and that is again Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit the reset button, just open a can or a bottle of Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for, a, perfect for a moment to unwind. When I need to take a second for myself, I reach for the beer that's made to chill. When get Coors Light delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com SGP. That's CoorsLight.com SGP. And remember to always celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, coming off of the break, um, last time we got some late news of uh, Jimmy Butler was going to be out for the game between the Atlanta Hawks and the Miami Heat in game five with some knee inflammation. Uh, the line moved from, I believe, six and a half to minus four and then ticked back up to minus four and a half, I think, at closing. But uh, Miami takes care of business last night, led by Victor Oladipo. 23 points for him. The Miami Heat closed out the Atlanta Hawks 97-94 on their home floor. They'll advance to the second round and wait the winner of the Toronto Raptors in the Philadelphia 76ers series. Um, Terrell, not sure if you caught this game, but uh, Victor Oladipo came out in that first quarter, uh, looked really good for the Miami Heat, and then he got contributions from Bam Adebayo. He finished up with a double-double, 20 points and 11 rebounds. And they got some contributions from uh, Max Struess. Uh, I think it's Caleb Martin, uh, 10 points, four rebounds for him off the bench for the Miami Heat. And then uh, Tyler Hero contributed 16 points as well in 33 minutes for the Atlanta Hawks. Another rough night for Trey Young. He finishes 2 of 12 from the field, 0 of 5 from three-point land. DeAndre Hunter was really the man for the Atlanta Hawks uh, last night. He played 43 minutes, finished up with a career-high 35 points and 11 rebounds. But um, they get the job done, do the Miami Heat, without Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler last night, Terrell. So I just don't know how y'all are convincing me any other way that it's not going to be Memphis and Miami in the finals. I, I I really don't. I'll, know. I'll get behind the Miami one for sure because I'm holding a 25 to one. <laughs> yeah, and I this team is incredibly deep. This team is incredibly deep. And when mm. you're looking at the game, you're looking at what they were doing last night. It didn't look like they were missing a beat. And two of their best play, two of their top three players are out. Yeah, and they didn't look like they missed a beat. They were still still were strong defensively, incredibly strong defensively, and they were able to do enough. Now, did the scoring come down some? Yes, of course, but they were able to do enough and, and to go out there and get a win and hold off an Atlanta team that was desperate fighting for survival. And now you have the what they can do against the point guard position and how that affected Trey Young over the course of this whole series. Trey Young was struggling over the course of the entire series. He was yep. struggling. Mm-hmm. This was not a good matchup for him at all. And luckily, DeAndre Hunter was able to come in and – add the incredible workload that he did or this game would have been 
ugly. It would have yeah. been super duper ugly for him. Mm-hmm. So this j- just confirms for me that Miami is who I thought they were and one of the best teams in the league. They're incredibly well coached. Now you can't count this team out at all for whatever else, whatever may be going on injury-wise or anything like that. You can't count this team out. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a struggle. They're going to be a tough out for anybody in the East and truly, I believe, for anybody out West, they make it to the finals as well. So this just confirmed for me that I like Miami more than Philly. I like Miami more than Boston. I like Miami more than the Bucks. I like Miami more than Raptors. I think that they are the best team in the East and they should have a pretty decent time of getting to the NBA finals this year. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, Trey Young was struggling in this series, to say the least. And again, we got to give a lot of credit to the defense for the Miami Heat, the way that they were able to really give him different looks, throw different bodies at him. Um, he finished his series shooting 29% from the floor, 18% uh, from three-point land. He just had 77 total points in the five games, only averaging 15.4. And, you know, like you mentioned, I agree with everything that you said, that Miami is a very, very deep team and. At all three levels, they have guys we know with rim protection, with uh, three and D guys, um, you know, your star players with Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler. Those guys, again, didn't play in game four, did Kyle Lowry in game five, but there's enough depth on this team. And I'm really looking forward to this team, uh, you know, getting healthy. Uh, one with Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler and see what they can do. And I think they will be advancing for sure to the Eastern Conference Finals, um, probably against Boston. But um, anything else from this game? I really didn't have anything else other than that. Just mine was just outclassed or was the way better team and just the Atlanta the score, Hawks outclassed. The score wasn't indicative of how yeah. much better Miami was than them. They yeah. were, and, they completely outclassed Atlanta last night. And if DeAndre Hunter didn't decide to get touched from the basketball gods of heaven and come yeah. out there. DeAndre Hunter was the one person that didn't want to go home last night. <laughs> he was the only person that said, yo, I'm not ready to go to Cancun. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not trying to go to Cancun yet. So oh, yeah, he was ready to go back home for a game six, but uh, yeah, he won't, yeah. he won't trying to hit Cancun. He was no. like, yo, I, I'm trying to push this Cancun fight as far back as possible. DeAndre Hunter was unconscious last night. Yeah, I mean, he was really good in these five games. I mean, he he led this team in scoring at 21.2, and I was pounding his points prop to go over every single game. The mic, the market was just pricing it at 13.5, 14.5 for his points prop. And again, uh, over the course of the series, he scored 15 or more points in uh, four out of the five games. So, um, yeah, I th- again, I think Atlanta will be back next year. I think they'll have some roster, you know, roster decisions to make on what they want to do with John Collins and such, but – um, you know, Miami advances over to the next round. Uh, they will face the winner of the Philly and Toronto series. Uh, last game of the last, uh, last game of the night last night, Terrell. Uh, we saw the Phoenix Suns came out and on their home floor and take care of business. They were locked in defensively. They get the victory 112 97 over the New Orleans Pelicans to take a 3 2 lead in the series. Um, Brandon Ingram last night, 22.7 of 19 from the floor for the Pelicans. CJ McCollum, both these guys kind of did struggle shooting the ball last night. Seven of 22, one of eight from three-point line for CJ McCollum. But really, uh, last night, Mikael Bridges was the guy for the Phoenix Suns. He played 47. Mikael Bridges got touched by the spirit of NBA Youngboy last night. I don't know (laughs) if he had the song playing back 
around fourth and everything in his head. But there's there's nothing that he couldn't do last night. There's yeah. literally nothing he couldn't do last night. 47 minutes last night, uh, 12 of 17 from the floor. Perfect four four from three-point land. Finished the game with team high, 31 points, five rebounds. But I think more importantly, four block shots last night for Mikael Bridges. Chris Paul did his thing as well. Got another double-double as usual, 22 points, 11 assists. Um, and then they got contributions from DeAndre Aiden, who finished up with 19 points and nine rebounds. And then Cameron Payne off the bench uh, was the only one in double figures. But defensively, this team was fantastic last night. They really did a great job on the Pelicans' uh, three-point shooting. They held them to five of 25 um, from three-point land, and they take a commanding 3-2 lead. Uh, Terrell, anything that kind of stuck out to you in this game? I mean, the Suns did exactly what I thought they were in a complete train wreck over the Pelicans and just humbling them, yep. humbling them, saying that, hey, you guys are fighting. You are doing very well in this series. You got two games on us, and – I just want y'all to remember that we are the previous Western Conference champions. Yeah. And you're not about to come into our house and think that you're going to steal a game five when when it's a best of three like that. It's mm-hmm. absolutely not going to happen. They went out there and they flexed their muscles and they showed them what we really bout. And it's indicative in the shooting production of CJ McCullough and Brendan Ingram that they were on their ass defensively. They yeah. stayed like those on those two like glue. They made them take difficult shots. And while I do, and I've been talking about this recently, and I've started to come to the decision that I am adding Brandon Ingram to one of those unguardable player discussions. You know, yeah. we talk about, I talk about it all the time, talk about KD, Kyrie, Cat, Steph. Brandon Ingram is 100% in that discussion where he's unguardable, but the fact that they made him take shots that he did not feel comfortable taking mm-hmm. shows the awareness, the coaching, and the defensive proudness of the Suns to get him off his game like that. And now we go back to New Orleans for a pivotal game six where – I'm sure that we're going to get more fight out of New Orleans. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's going to be enough. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I want to touch on Jose Alvarado and get your thoughts about him. I mean, this guy has been a pest uh, over the last two games, especially again last night. We saw he created multiple turnovers. Uh, last last night it didn't matter, but, you know, he he's really picking up Chris Paul about 94 feet away from this basket. And and they think there was twice last night where they actually did call an eight second call on Chris Paul. And I think they missed a couple as well, but I think he's been really bringing that energy off of the bench for the new Orleans Pelicans. Uh, He did finish up with 12 points last night. He did have two steals, but um, what have you kind of seen from Alvarado uh, for the Pelicans? Yeah. So you got to remember that Jose Alvarado is, He's a Georgia Tech guy and a guy that had to fight for every minute he played for. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he wasn't one of those guys where he came in to Georgia Tech and he was and it was just like, oh, like you're anointed. Like, yes, he's been playing. He's one of those four year guys that's been playing the minutes all four years. But he had to fight claw for every minute he played at Georgia Tech. He had to be one of those tough guys. You got to go out there and play defensively. If you weren't playing defensively, you weren't getting on the court. And so. That is who he's been throughout college. He's been one of those guys that's played in muscle throughout college, and they just come to the, NF- to the NBA where he has to do the same thing. He's not about to go out there. You're not 
like Jose Alvarado is just not going out there like, oh, yeah, we got to make sure we get this guy minutes. He has to go out there and prove his worth sure. and prove a way that, hey, this is how I'm going to play in this series. And he has anointed himself as I'm going to pick up Chris Paul. When I come out there, I'm going to make it difficult for Chris Paul. He's not going to come out here and play in a second unit and think that he's going to have a very easy time at this. And so absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, 100%. Uh, game six is going to be, I believe, on Friday night as well. Uh, the number one seed and the number two seed getting a little bit of run of for their money uh, in the first round of the playoffs, but uh, they look to close it out in game six on the road um, against their respective opponents on Friday night. So definitely we'll be tuned in for that. Uh, Terrell, anything else from last night you want to throw out there before we dive into the two games for tonight? No, no, let's keep it moving. All right, let's uh, take one more break here. We'll come back and then we'll dive into the two games here on uh, Wednesday night for the NBA playoffs. We're brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there and I use it for mine. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like to pick and pick the over or under. For example, a number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks and with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Make sure you use promo code SGPNBA and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. Again, download Sleeper, then use promo code SGPNBA when you deposit. Join SGPN squad to bet with the guys. It's SG.PN slash squad. That's again, SG.PN slash squad. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Ross are brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, coming off of the break here, two games tonight uh, and two teams looking to close out their series as well. It's going to be the Chicago Bulls versus the Milwaukee Bucks in the uh, first matchup. And then the second game is going to be the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors. So let's kick it off with the first game between the Chicago Bulls and the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, who right now do have a 3-1 lead over the Chicago Bulls. Uh, they are at home tonight, looking to close it out in game five. Um, opening lines for this game, uh, but th- there's some injury news to get to as well uh, for this game. But the opening line opened at minus 10 
for the Milwaukee Bucks. That number has now gone up to minus 12 across the board. Total opened up at 218 and a half. That number went up to 218 and, uh, oh, sorry, went came down to 218 and it's now down to 217 at most spots. Well, we're at win bet right now. I'm currently seeing minus 12 for the um, Milwaukee Bucks at a total of 218 in this game. Uh, we did receive news yesterday that Zach Levine did enter the health and safety protocols. And as of this morning, uh, he is ruled out for no, this I, game. I, I'm sorry, Mono. I can't do it. I, I, I was trying not to interrupt you. I was trying not to interrupt you. I was trying to let you get through the whole thing without me saying nothing. Okay. Go ahead. Does this man be out here licking doorknobs? <laughs> like, what the fuck is he doing? How the fuck? This is like the third, fourth time he's been in the protocol this season. Like what the fuck does he be doing? I, There's no, I don't understand how you, how you can get in the protocol so much and you are in the playoffs. <laughs> Go to your room and sit the fuck down. Yeah, Bro. I. When I saw the news yesterday, I was like, like this is probably the third or fourth time. I, I had the same thought you did. Is that this is like probably the fourth or fifth time that during the season that Zach Levine. What the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It li- it does not make sense. Sit yeah, your we- ass down. You yeah. have a opportunity in front of you. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. He has to be out here licking doorknobs, <laughs> kissing people on the mouth as they walk across the street, or fucking something. Because it. <laughs> I, I just don't understand how one man can be in the protocol so many times. It feels like this is the third or fourth time he's been in the protocol this season. Yeah. And they've also felt like lengthy ass protocols. <laughs> yes. And so it just, I, yeah. I just don't fucking get it. I, yeah. And how is it just you? So nobody else, <laughs> nobody like, okay. So if somebody else on the team was in the protocol, I'm like, all right, he they got together and it was, it's just him. Yeah. It's just him. He is the only one in the protocol. <laughs> yeah you're right it's, it's it's crazy i don't know man we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna need to find out we need to get a contact with the chicago bulls and find out if he's looking door knobs or he's licking the floor or licking the bottom of somebody's shoe or what i don't know i don't know what's going on but he is gonna be out for this game i think the bigger news this morning or not the bigger news but another uh a big blow to the chicago bulls that alex caruso is also out for this game he's in the concussion protocols uh for the chicago bulls so two uh, key injuries there George Hill is listed questionable on this uh, injury report for the Milwaukee Bucks. I uh, don't expect him to be out there. And we know about Chris Middleton with the uh, MCL sprain for the Milwaukee Bucks. But Terrell, uh, minus 12 for the Milwaukee Bucks as they look to, look to close it out here on their home floor. What are you thinking for this game? Okay, so I am conflicted here because this line is minus 12. And... We have seen this lineup for the Bulls play before. Mm-hmm. So back when Caruso was out, and it was, as a matter of fact, exact same situation. Caruso was hurt, Levine's in the protocol. Exact same situation. That was what was going on. So they've trotted this lineup out before. So it's not the first time that this lineup has played. However, this is going to be. I think this is going to be more difficult because of the fact of now you can pretty much pencil in Milwaukee to score whatever they want. Yeah. With Caruso out of there. Mm-hmm. And so with him out, they have, it's going to be a match. Like they're going to have to match point for point with them. Mm-hmm. And 
this is why I'm not afraid of the Bulls today. Because with Caruso being out, not as much as Zach, but more of Caruso, now they have more people that can stretch the floor and actually hit those shots confidently. So Ayo Desomu and Kobe White, we both know them to be strong three-point shooters. I think both of them are hitting somewhere near 40% on the season. And so with the lineup of DeRozan, Vucevic, White, Desomu, and Patrick Williams, I think that you got to put the ball in DeRozan's hand today and say, all right, you either go out here and drop 50 Mm -hmm. or you're going to have a number of assists because you're going to get the ball to the people on the outside around you. Yeah. So I do like DeRozan's assist tonight. I think that you have to put the ball in his hands and he has to be the one controlling what their destiny in this game because that's the only way that they're going to survive. They have to put up the points. I'm on the over as well. They have to put up the points to match Milwaukee. And I think that they can do it with this lineup because we know Milwaukee giving up the, one of the most threes over the course of the season, right. giving up pretty much damn near uh, 40 50%. And at one point it was 50% for a long stretch of games, but over the course of the season, around 40% from three. Kobe White, DeSomu, Patrick Williams on the outside, I think that they can take advantage of that and actually get the scoring today. I'm not going to back Miami laying 12 and a half at home. Not Miami. I'm not going to back Milwaukee laying 12 and a half at home today. I think that because Caruso is out, and would you rather have had Zach in there? Yes, but because Caruso is out, that's going to open up the door where they can get the three ball going more. Mm -hmm. And as we know, that is the Achilles heel for Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. This lineup could throw them off their game. I don't think they're prepared for it. Yeah, I think that, that that's really what's going to be the key. That's what we kind of talked about all series long is that Chicago is going to have to make their three-point shots. I think they've only done it for one game here so far. Um, but Milwaukee here, um, sorry, looking at Kobe White and Io DeSumo's numbers, they are shooting 25% for Kobe White, 22.2% in the playoffs um, so far. So they're going to have to knock down some shots here if they want to stretch this out to a game six or at least keep it within the number here. Mm. I, it feels like it, it it should be a a Bucks blowout, but like we've been on brand all season long by not backing this Bucks team at home with this large of a spread because we've looked at their spread numbers at home and it hasn't been pretty right. And I think that with Caruso with Caruso being out and all obviously Lonzo Ball, this defense did struggle for the uh, Chicago Bulls. Obviously, not like you mentioned, not having Zach Levine is a huge blow for this team. But um, I, I think this is a game where Demar Derozan might have that again forty point performance and have ten plus dimes in this game. And you know, I think that you have to kind of back his um, points prop here tonight and assist prop. The other guy that kind of has to step up, who's kind of cooled off, has been their starting center, Nikola Vucevic. He can also knock down some three point shots for them as well. He's averaging about two and a half makes per contest uh, so far in these in this postseason against the Bucks. So if they're able to get a combination of 10 three point shots made between Vucevic, uh, Kobe White, and Ayo Desumu, I think they have a great chance of covering this number. But again, it's just a matter of them making the shots and finding the uh, spots and just. And, and knocking down those open looks that they are going to get. I feel like Bucks are going to get, like you mentioned, whatever they want offensively. And it's just going to have to be shot for shot for what the Chicago Bulls are going to be able to do here tonight. So I do agree with you on the over here. Uh, and I just kind of feel like that this, I just can't back the Bucks right now. And we haven't done this all season. So 
I kind of go with the contrarian play here of taking the Bulls on the on the spread here at plus 12, plus 12 and a half. So uh, definitely shop around for the best number. But currently over on win bet, it is at 12. Um, so Terrell, just kind of recap this game. You highlighted that you do like the Bulls, the over, and some DeMar DeRozan props. Yes, I do. All right, let me try to find uh, those DeMar DeRozan props here before we get over to the last game of the night. So right now his points prop is at 29 and a half and his assists prop is at, let's see, five and a half for tonight um, for his assists. So, you know, I don't know if you want to maybe do points and assist combined or play those separately, however you do it on your books. But um, right now I'm seeing 35 and a half is the number for points and assists tonight for DeMar DeRozan. Terrell, anything else for this game before we get to the second game of the night? Yeah, I like Io Sung's assist as well. Just okay. as somebody possibly that could feed the ball into DeRozan, I think he could eat up and get, you know, some easy stuff off of DeRozan mm-hmm. um, going in there. So I like Io Sung as well. And I think I like Drew Holiday. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm i questioning that. I mean, there's nobody that should really – give him any trouble of scoring the basketball. But we've also know playoff Drew to come out in, in full effect. And if playoff Drew if playoff Drew show, makes an appearance today, then this money line play for the Bulls is going to be easy. I'll let you know that right now. Okay. Um yeah, Desumu right now I am seeing his sorry, his uh, assist prop at four and a half at minus minus one thirty. Uh, for uh, for the Bulls here tonight. So uh, definitely some options as far as player props in this game. Um, let's do this. Let's go. Yeah, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the uh, game five between the Denver Nuggets and the Golden State Warriors back in San Francisco in the Bay Area as the Golden State Warriors look to close this series out. Um, they are up three games to one. Looking at the lines for this game, Terrell, we have an opening number of minus eight and a half for the Golden State Warriors. That number is now also stayed the course at minus eight and a half for the Golden State Warriors. Duh, duh, sorry, the total opened up at 226. That number is at 225 and a half over on win bet. Uh, no significant injuries in this game. Uh, Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. are pretty much done uh, for the season. We already knew that. But Terrell, uh, do the Golden State Warriors close it out here tonight? Yes, rather easily. This is going to be a train wreck. I don't expect that. I don't expect Denver to be competitive at all. Maybe not Vucevic. Maybe Jokic comes out here and tries to be the player of public opinion and try. Hey, I'm gonna have a good game, and the public is still gonna think of me as an MVP. As we get a gentleman gentleman sweep here, and I probably don't even play much of the fourth quarter because the game's out of reach. This I, I expect the Warriors to go out here and shoot the lights out the ball. Yeah, I, I don't think that I, – I think that they don't even think that they should have lost that last game. Mm-hmm. And so now it's all systems go. This is, hey, we need to go ahead and get up out of here quick. We've got a potential Memphis or Minnesota meeting up, up next on deck, mm-hmm. and we just want to watch the rest of their series and, you know, go home, chill, hang out for a couple of days. I, I don't think that – the Nuggets have anything left to give. Yesterday was the offensive explosion. Not yesterday, but last game was the offensive explosion that they needed. Yeah. I can't f- possibly foresee them getting that twice. They shot 56% and 48% from three. Mm-hmm. I can't see them getting that production again, and they won by five. 
Yeah. When you shoot those numbers, you should probably win by more than five. Yeah. I can't. I cannot expect them to get those those numbers again. So yes, give me Golden State. I will lay the points, juice it up even more. I think Golden State gets a win by twenty. Yeah, I mean, in that game against uh, starting game four, Denver Nuggets, they got contributions from guy that they guys that they were not getting contributions from in the first three games, at least. You know, Aaron Gordon finally showed up. He had 21 points in that game. They got 24 points from Monte Morris, 15 off the bench from Bones Highland. Uh, they were plus nine in the three-point category. They made three more three-pointers, and they made six more free throws. Um, then the Golden State Warriors uh, did the Denver Nuggets. And like you said, they only won that game by five. So and it wasn't a, a great shooting night for Jordan Poole. He was three of 10 from the floor. He had 11 points. Steph Curry did have 33 in that game. But again, <clears throat> up to Steph Curry standards, he did not shoot the ball well. He was three of 11 from three-point land, uh, did miss four free throws. That's very unlike Steph Curry. Um, and he was 10 of 23 overall from the floor. So yeah, I agree with you here, man. I just think like Golden State is going to come out here, take care of business, um, I'd possibly go first quarter, first half full game for Golden State. And like you said, I would buy this number up as well. We had talked about that on the show what we did with Sean and Ryan. So I expect them to just come out here and dominate from wire to wire uh, and send uh, Denver back home um, and getting ready for their uh, Cancun trip as well. Um, any player props or when did we uh, announce when did we uh, anoint Cancun as the the <laughs> <laughs> Why is Cancun Cancun the end of year destination? There's so many other places to go to. (laughs) And we just keep talking about Cabo and Cancun. (laughs) (laughs) We got that from Pat Beverly, wasn't he? He's the one one that said that they're going to be doing all one, two, three, one, two, three Cancun from like, I think a couple seasons ago. I think it was like the Blazers. They were talking to the Blazers. Yeah. Clippers, something like that. It's hilarious. Uh, I do like the Warriors team total in this game uh, to get over 117 and a half here. Uh, they've scored at least 118 in all four games so far. Two games, uh, three out of the four games so far, they've scored 120 plus. And then, then on their home floor, they scored 123. And I think it was 126. Let me just, done, yeah, 123, 126 in their first two games. So I uh, do like that play here for tonight for the Golden State Warriors. Um, player props you're looking at for Terrell in this game, if you have any? I would look for. Probably just probably continue to play the splash trio. Okay, splash trio definitely Jordan Poole. If Jordan Poole's number drops at any because of that last game, I'm curious on if he stays in the starting lineup today. I'm not certain if if that was enough, and they were like, All right, this was a fun little game, let's move Steph back into the starting lineup mm-hmm. or what. That would be interesting, but if he stays in the starting lineup, then 100% just go ahead and smash his points prop. He's going to go over. Yeah, I think you, I think at least for this series, just keep it the what you've been doing for Steve Kerr, like keep bringing Steph off the bench. I mean, he's playing the starter minutes, um, but I don't know, I just think that. You're right. There is a possibility we decide let's just start stuff or maybe even just start the game with the death lineup and just take care of business from the first quarter. Um, but yeah, I think you're right that there is an opportunity where stuff just kind of steps into the starting lineup. But currently I'm seeing um, Jordan Poole's points prop right now at 19 and a half for tonight. Um, and yeah, I love that. Okay. And then Steph Curry is at 27 and a half and Clay is at 23 and a half for tonight. So um, yeah, I think we're we're expecting them to just come out and 
put up 125 or at least 125, 130 points here tonight and, and just roll the Denver Nuggets here tonight and, and get ready for the round two and get some extra rest for their guys. Because, again, Steph Curry may or may not still be battling the foot injury. And you just don't want them to play extra games. This is the whole thing with, with guys that are, you know, especially guys like Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and, and you know, Draymond Green, who have been battling injuries all season long. Um, anything else for this game, Terrell, before we get into our picks? Yeah. No, all right. All right, let's take one last break here. We'll come back and then we will dive into our lock and dog for tonight's NBA playoffs action. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right, without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick where you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's just like getting 9 months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NBA playoffs are set, and PropSwap is where bettors find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams and then sell your bets whenever you want. Many prop swappers make thousands of dollars just by buying and selling championship futures all playoffs long. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales and red hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports better on, Prop, on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break here, let's get into our picks here for tonight. Only two games on the schedule, but uh, we will for sure dig out some picks here for you guys. Um, I'll just kick it off here, Terrell, for my lock. I'm going to go with the Warriors team total over 117. Um, I just don't see a world where they don't get over this number here tonight unless they just have a extremely bad shooting night from their Three uh, guys between Poole, Curry, and Thompson. They did have, like I mentioned, Curry and um, Jordan Poole didn't have a great shooting night in game four, but I think they bounced back here in game uh, five on their home floor. So I'll take that as my lock at 117. And I'll stay in the same game to give out my um, <clears throat> to give out my uh, dog play. Let's go Warriors. I think the max I see right now on win bet Minus 14 and a half at plus 210. 
Um, again, I, I, I could see a world where they just come out and win this game by 20 plus and just absolutely roll this team um, and just, you know, bench their guys. I see a minus 18 and a half, but I don't see a, a uh, odds on it. So I'll keep it at minus 14 and a half uh, at plus 210 for the Warriors here tonight to take care of business. Uh, Terrell, what do you got, man? All right. For my lock. Let's do. Um, let's do Warriors first half. Yeah, I, I'm seeing five on win bet minus one ten for the first half. Let's yep. do Warriors first half minus five. Love that. They've okay. they've absolutely in three games they've actually train wrecked this Nuggets team in the first in the first half. I think that they're going to come out intentional. Mm-hmm. They are going to try to run the score up early. They are going to try to put this game away early and not have to run through the rigors of a stressful second half. I expect the Warriors to get out really big here. I'll take the Warriors minus five in the first half. Love it. For my dog, I mean, it wouldn't be me if I it wasn't. I'm looking at a six to one and I don't think I don't think the Bulls are too bad off without Caruso in that starting lineup. Yes, defensively, but I can I can see the world of possibility where at the end of the day I'm talking about Kobe Whitehead, some five threes, DeSomu dropped some three threes. Both of them are well into double figures. DeRozan had a good game. And if that's the case, I like their chances getting six to one odds and being in the game to win it. So I'll take the Bulls on the money line at six to one. All right. So let me pull that in for hey, you hit it last time. Crazier things have happened. Uh, in the NBA playoffs. So uh, just to recap, uh, Terrell's lock is going to be the Warriors first half minus the five. And the dog is going to be the Bulls plus 600 against the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. And then for my lock, Warriors team total over 117. And uh, dog is going to be the alt line for the Warriors minus 14 and a half at plus 210. Uh, anything else, Terrell? That's going to bring us to the end of it, man. I know only two games here tonight. Um I think we got three games tomorrow night on Thursday, but anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? Oh, no, I'm good. I just like for everybody that's on that side to enjoy it on that side, have a great time on that side and just keep it on that side. Don't come (laughs) over here with it. (laughs) Yeah. I just want to take a second here also to kind of give you your flowers, man, because uh, I know you're back on uh, you're back home after serving our country um for the past seven months i know being away from family and and friends it's always tough especially when you're overseas and for you to be what about seven eight hours ahead of me or i don't know what the time difference was and and for you to still grind out on the nba gambling podcast um it didn't matter what time of day it was and and not only getting on the on the podcast and giving the absolutely amazing contests and and huge dog winners and locks and all that good stuff but to do it at a high level, it, it was absolutely amazing uh, to work with you over the past seven months. And I just wanted to, you know, give you your flowers and, you know, welcome you back home and, and looking forward to the rest of the playoffs with you, man. And just, I think from our listeners to, you know, our NBA gambling podcast crew, man, you, you are an absolute, uh, absolute gem, my man. <laughs> nah, I appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. All the sentiments, all the words and everything just out here. Trying to have a good time as long as everybody enjoying the show, then you know it's all good. But 
I, you know me, I ain't you the humble one, not me. So I'm still pump out these winners. Right? That's straight <laughs> up, but that's all. That's automatic. We already know that's gonna happen. But it's it's always good to have a good time, and it's been fun. I, I'm glad to be uh, in daylight hours doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> in daylight hours for sure. Yeah, I, I've I've gone off to a uh, very rough start for the week, but you and Scott are are holding it down for our picks, and and Scott's off to a four and zero start, and, and you won your dog last night grizzlies let us down a little bit but uh you know we're still only in wednesday so hopefully uh, i can turn it around for the rest of the week all right so that's going to do it for the nba gambling podcast today uh scott and terrell will be back tomorrow for the thursday games and again usually on friday it'll be uh titus and mckee um to you know continue the nba playoffs um the content and all the picks that we have going on so make sure if you're not already subscribed to the nba gambling podcast on your feeds whether it's spotify whether it's apple Podcasts, wherever case might be uh keep those reviews coming in guys we definitely appreciate it i saw another one uh come in yesterday that gave us a five-star review left some kind words for us we truly truly appreciate it so if you haven't already please leave us a rating and review it really helps out the show grow and, and climb the charts here to be the best NBA gambling podcast, literally uh, of all the podcasts that are out there that cover your uh, gambling for NBA. Uh, Terrell, thank you, my man. Uh, he'll be back tomorrow with Scott. Like I mentioned, good luck with your bets here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to